Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Watch Rolling Podcast. This is a special episode. It's going to be an interview with Mike Pearson, now of Christopher Ward Watches. The pod is always a sponsored by the Anti-Watch Watch Club. The Anti-Watch Watch Club is a 501c3 charitable organization. They are a veteran and leal first responder-centric organization that provides monetary, social, humanitarian, and emotional support for those in need. They do it through a drop-style culture, Nalgene bottles, flags, hoodies, uh, T-shirts, shoes, rash guards, the whole nine, you name it. Nobody in the organization draws a salary, and 100% of the profits go to the charities that they help. I invite you to check them out at antiwatchclub.org. They do cool stuff like this Notice Sector Deep Collaboration, DLC. This thing's sweet. The loom's great. Check them out, antiwatchclub.org. The pod is also brought to you by Mushi Watchstraps. Mushi Watchstraps is a veteran-owned watch accessory and strap company that provide all kinds of well-built and fairly priced canvas watch rolls, nylon straps. You know I have a nylon grave fluted. I love that thing. It's, it's just the perfect frame for any watch. Make sure you use the code VET10 for 10% off your total order at checkout. I don't get any money from any of the sponsors. I sponsor them because they're doing good stuff for good people. And uh, I invite you to check them out. Mushiwatchstraps.com and antiwatchclub.org. Like usual, let's just get to the show. Hey, Mike, and welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm all right. Hey, Jason, it's good to see you. It's good, it's good to see <laughs> you too. Um, hey, first of all, I want to say appreciate. I want to say thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to talk to you. Uh, it's big news in the watch industry. Uh, you know, well, I don't know about it. I don't yeah, know. I think it is. News. I think it is. I, I peruse the Christopher Ward, uh, which I never really do, the Christopher Ward blog sphere. There was a oh, lot of topics going on. Oh, yeah, all- they're all over it. But, um, you know, for everyone watching, in, we're welcome Mike aboard. Uh, Mike has joined Christopher Ward. And uh, first off, Mike, let's do a wrist check. Sure. What are you wearing? I am wearing my Notice Anti-Watch Watch Club Sector Deep collab DLC. Yeah. Pretty snazzy, man. I like it. I have, I've, for the first time, owning a Christopher Ward. Oh, nice. TI. Um, it was Christmas time, as we know, just very recently. And so they uh, they sold through basically all of their bracelets. But I've got a titanium bracelet which is for me the star of the show after the dial uh, yeah. this watch but 40 millimeters solida movement uh, for the money i don't know if you can beat it uh, but that's one of the reasons why i joined the brand as well but yeah i went with um probably the best of what of their uh of their core line right now and that you know the way they finished the bezel the way they finished the dial it's pretty special beautiful i saw the pictures of the dial and uh i've seen a couple of them in person i'm waiting for there's something specific I would like to see with that specific model. Oh, yeah. And if it ever. Is it a color? Is it a size? Is it a finish? So I'm a big, um, you know, most of the guys that know me know I'm kind of a, I think some people say I'm boring, but I, I've been looking at integrated bracelets, uh, integrated bracelet pieces. Right. Right. And there's something about, I want my integrated piece to be like all metallic. So, right. you know, if it's titanium, I want like a, a silver dial or something similar. Like I want oh, it to look okay. like a slab of metal. You know what I mean? Because there's some very Actually, modern industrial aspects of that that I like. You're a watch guy. You, yeah. There's not, there's no boring there. It's, it's not conservative. It's just no. maybe you, you've grown up with white dial, black dial, blue dial to yeah. be a little bit crazy. But if it's done well, I mean, you wear it with everything. So no, no right or wrong on your thinking there. No, it's a, uh, but it's, man, that dial's beautiful. And uh, yep. you know, speaking to Sam over at Casual Watch Talk, Sam just you know raved about it, and it's pretty honest. So. I like I'm not sure it. what's going on with my camera. I apologize. It's okay. Well, uh, it'll it'll work. Uh, even yeah. if it's a little blur- blurry, we'll still uh, we can always just upload the audio. I guess it's no big deal. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so we're here to talk talk to you, Mike, about um you know you joining Christopher Ward. So wh- what would you like uh, the community to know? 
Well, firstly, thanks very much. I mean, I think you being one of the first people, well, the first person that I've recorded anything with, I think it just kind of shows how I've worked in for 15, 16 years in the watch industry. I'm a, I'm a big people person. Um, and I think I try and have a friendship with people as well. And, uh, I, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in trust. And so you asked me to talk to you about why. And I think there's a lot of people asking about why, especially because I was all my heart and soul was into Zodiac and I still love the brand. Um, mm. But for me to have joined Christopher Ward, I'm also a big believer of the community. And uh, if you see how I work uh, at a trade show, if you see how I work in a store, um, obviously won't be doing that too much of that with Christopher Ward the way they sell. But if you've got one person in front of me or, or a thousand, I'll give everybody as all of me if I really believe in the story. I, I met Mike France a good few years ago. Um, obviously, if you know my past, I was with Bremont, which is another British brand. And so being with a British brand, you see these other up and coming ones, such as you know, Vertex, you know how much you and I both <laughs> like that brand. And you see Pinion, you see Farah, you see Fears, and you know, more and more are coming all the time. But at the time when I was working for Bremont, there wasn't too many British brands. And Christopher Ward came along. I think they were a very different brand then to what they are today. Yeah. Um, but also when you are working for a British brand, it's also, you know, you get your chest out a little bit. You're like, well, this yeah. is we're the British brand and you've also got your <laughs> blinkers on. So you don't see the specialness sometimes. And that's to a detriment. I think of everybody in the watch industry is you kind of, you look at your brand, it's the best watch you can be. And you want everyone to hear the story. The time I had out of watches, I had a bigger appreciation for a lot more brands. And um, Christopher Ward definitely was, was one of them. Uh, if you've seen any pictures from the past, I've bought a few um, independence, including uh, Vertex, Halios, there's, there's, there's all kinds of different, I love all types of different watches. But the first time I held a Christopher Ward watch, I went, how much? And <laughs> what? And and then you kind of understand the story and it's very genuine, you know, who owns it and how they talk about it. But it all came back to community. Um, and I had, obviously, the last year, uh, last two years with Zodiac, some of my main things I was doing throughout the year was at a, the wind-up show, San Fran, uh, New York and Chicago. Yeah. And we were lead sponsors, Zodiac and Christopher Ward, but you saw Mike France, you saw his team, you saw how they interacted with the community, but also you saw how the community adored what they were doing. And this is pre-Belcanto as well. This is, you know, all yeah. the tridents and, and the different dive watches and the certain watches they were making. And I absolutely loved that. Um, a couple of years ago, he met me uh, in London and he was just saying, you know, he's, he's followed my career for years. And, you know, I was very, very happy with what was going on in my career as well. So I said, well, great to meet you. Great, great to talk. But I think the more we got to, to see each other work, I think we, we just naturally started to, I wouldn't say fall in love, but the dating started yeah. to happen there and then more and more. And so you look at the business model. And I've, and this is very alien this first week for me to be not calling up stores and saying, hey, I'm now with, let's talk about putting the brand in the store. We can sort of talk about activations and, you know, I can come and do some training, come meet your team. It's not like that. This is all sold online. Yeah. And um, what I'm going to do is fill in the gaps that, you know, a brand in the UK, which is doing huge things here in North America, but it's, it's a huge country over here. I'm going to fill the gaps with a bit of, for want of a better word, I'm boots on ground. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that the people like you, your listeners uh, will, will understand what the brand is. If there's any questions, uh, any confusions, um, I'd love to answer them. But more than anything, I love the tactility 
of you know, trying on a jacket, putting on a pair of sneakers, closing the car door. But there's nothing better than trying on that watch. And what I want, I know that we can't be in a store and we can't put a watch in everybody's wrist. But if I can make sure the community trust that the, the words we're saying online or the things they read mm-hmm. on social media can be backed up at events and then it goes through the forms, go through the podcasts, that someone will then go, actually, you know what? I can get this watch and feel very confident that I'm buying something special. And that's kind of where my skill set comes in there. Yeah. Well, it, I think it'll translate really well online too, because I mean, it's crazy how many more people go to these shows than you realize, right? I mean, cause I went to wind up New York in 22 and I was just like, man, there is a ton of people here. And it was all different walks of life in that show. I mean, you could just sit back, you know, and, and you could tell there was newer watch enthusiasts. You could tell there's more established watch enthusiasts. And, and the one thing I watched was just the faces of people. Right. And, and you know who some of like the, the major celebrities quote unquote are in the, in the watch journalist space or whatever. And you know, certain brands when they go to that, they go to when they interact with the people, like there's this genuine sense of like childlike joy in their face when they see oh. something. Right. Or they're inter- interacting with someone. Who did you, you see that gave that impression or you had a kind of little bit of a starstruck moment? Oh yeah, for real. When I showed up, I was like, Oh man, you know, because there was people that I had seen, you know, on videos and hear them, you know, on podcast. And then I had interactions with some people and, uh, you know, and I don't want to name names, but there's some people that are really great. And there was some brand, and I didn't have a bad interaction there at all, but I will say there was one brand that I won't name that you can tell everybody at that booth had no idea what they were selling. Right. And it actually, my buddy T That's a was shame. like, well, I'm not going to buy anything from them. Right. And he had been a watch enthusiast for about eight minutes. And he said that, you know, well, people buy people, don't they? And yeah, that's again one of the reasons why I'm here I I actually saw one of those starstruck moments in front of me at the last wind up show and it was with Random Rob shout out to Random Rob (laughs) I did I was just looking at a Zodiac just looked up he saw Random Rob oh my god (laughs) it was like this is great because people's people's trust when they're spending no matter if people we talk about entry level a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars that is a good chunk of change yeah and uh, for you know, there's some people who are spending tens, twenty, thirty thousand dollar watches. That's fine, but for those people who are getting into the the hobby, and you know they've got their Grail watch, which could be something as affordable or accessible as a Speedmaster or a Navitimer, but then they've got the brands like Christopher Ward, Zodiac. You know, we've talked about you know, Fortis, yeah. Formex, Orish. You've got to be able to trust it because they're not everywhere. Well, some of the brands are, but we don't make Christopher Ward. Do not make a ton of watches. Obviously, they're not in retail. But you want to make sure that your word is your bond and you want to make sure that it's the quality's there. And that's why I've stepped through the door. I mean, you, you look at, at this particular watch, you look at the dial or the finishing of the bezel. It, it's it's absolutely incredible. Three different uh, finishings around that that 12 point bezel, which is just yeah. unlike anything else. And you look at then the price tag of you know over, just over a grand. It's, it's nuts. But then you look at the dial, the hands. And then you look, you talk movements and, you know, they they, they buy in Salita, they finish them, they're yeah. all kilometer certified. You know, it's it's good. It's, it's proper yeah. watchmaking today at the independent level. But then you look at and they own their own movement as well. Yeah. Uh, and so then that comes out in special projects, which is just really exciting. Um, the SH-21, um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful movement, um, double barrel. So I think it's five days of power reserve. It's an absolute beast. Nice. And, you know, they've got that and they've had that for, I think, five years now with what I've been talking to the team about. And that can go in certain projects going forward. And that's their basis. But, you know, the bel canto comes along, changes 
not just Christopher Ward, but changes the absolute industry. Yeah. Every eye in the world went, who are these? What is that watch? Yeah. And then they look deeper. How do they make it? How do they do it for that price? And then they want one. And then they realize yeah. that this independent world is hard. And and that's probably where I'll I'll jump in in a bigger way because you know if you go to the website and you want to buy one there's like a year waiting list for this watch yeah the first couple of colors are already sold out because they didn't know the reaction that the world would have <laughs> obviously that's what everyone yeah. would want so christopher ward now i've got this really wonderful point in in their in their present to future where they can be whatever they want but what is the brand is it these thousand fifteen hundred two thousand dollar dive watches uh, and then you've got the Belcanto as the crown in glory, but then you've got to manage expectations. So this is an absolute treat for a watch guy like me to communicate the stories that are good, um, to disperse some of the um, misconceptions. Uh, one, you say, what do what do I want people to know? One yeah. misconception is they ship everything from the UK, and so everybody in America, Canada, Australia, they're going to get <laughs> duties and fees, and any yeah. other watch is going to be you know crazily expensive and hard to get. I, I heard a stat today that the average time to get from the UK to anywhere in America is within seven days. Now, that yeah. can be plus minus here and there. Uh, if it's on the East Coast, I've heard something as crazy as, as within three days you'll get the watch. But what some people miss is that Christopher Ward pay all the duties up front. Nice. So when you go to your checkout box and you go, oh, this watch is $1,000, it'll calculate what the duties would be. And if you live in a certain state, it will also um, include the taxes because you got to pay the tax man no matter if you're buying here or yeah. it's in but it's all calculated for you and and they also ship for free as well so it's just alleviating some of the fears when you don't have the ability to go into a store and pick it out of a showcase but you're going to get a factory fresh watch all duties all taxes all sorted paid for and it's going to come straight to your door so it's it's just getting those messages through and then it's what's the next bit you and I would probably agree, you know, I'll, you know, you're buying something expensive. How is it going to be serviced? How am I going to be looked yeah. after? And that's already being taken care of as well. There's, if I, if I know my first week sales pitch correctly, there are 60 days that you've got that you can return. Oh, nice. And the movement is guaranteed for 60 months. Uh, and uh, it's just absolutely incredible. So they're doing things right. They're doing things different. And uh, all I want to do is just get out there, uh, meet the community, show the watches in person, buy a few people a glass of whiskey or a pint of beer and have a good watch chat. And it's just yeah. do things basics in that way, but do it, do it our way. Well, that stuff spreads like wildfire, Mike. I mean, can you talk to, like, earlier about you and Mike, you know, France and your relationship and, you know, mutual respect, right? Over time. Oh, yeah. I've seen how each other work, you know, and that's something that relates a lot to the military. A lot of, you know, you don't like everybody on the ship, right? But, you know, you eventually, if you're hardworking, you develop mutual respect with a lot of people. And a lot of times that could turn into friendship or something close to it because you know, you can count on that person, rely on that person. And that's something I've noticed with people that really, really love Christopher Ward. I work with a gentleman who has a first gen Christopher Ward. I think it's a C63 Sealander. He loves that thing. And he talks all about it. He's the gentleman who I told you who I had showed him the ceramic Zodiac after I came back from wind up in 22, he had mentioned it to his wife, like, Hey babe, I look at this. And she bought it for him for Christmas. Right. Yeah. And he just recently bought the, the, the dune, the sand dune. Oh yeah. Field the sand, yeah. The, from Christopher Ward. He recently got that one and he loves it. And, um, and he talks about Christopher Ward, like, you know, some people talk about their cars and he's not really what I would say as a watch guy. He's, he, he 
he takes care of himself. He likes the way he looks and dresses and, you know, a timepiece is part of that, you know, and he has respect for horology and all that stuff. But he talks about Christopher Ward like it's someone he has mutual respect for. Like the brand is a person, you know what I mean? Well, that's how it started with Christopher, Mike and and, uh, Peter. I mean, those three gentlemen had an idea, you know, they they wanted to, they wanted to start this brand. They, They thought they could do it. I don't think they quite knew. This is just obviously just early on, just meeting them. Well, Mike and Peter, who now only Christopher Ward has now left the business. But you know, you can just see that, you know, and even here, some of the podcasts from just a few years ago, just the strength they have within themselves. It's not just the underdog spirit. It's like they want to build the watch right. They yeah. want to make sure that they can change this whole industry. And uh, I think that's really exciting. But th- they also see the respect of these collaborations. So when you're talking about the military, they they were approached and this is you know very early on yeah. when they were doing these bespoke projects for yeah corporate companies that do you know certain watches with case backs or dials but when you get uh, certain military squadrons in the uk come up to them and say would you build us a watch for our squadron it was amazing how quickly they adapted their business model to the military because they could they were flexible they were they were fluid and that's how they got the trust of the, the um, ministry of defense and that's how that part of the collection has come Part of what I'll I'll do over here is introduce uh, some of the military projects and the possibilities of bespoke military squadron watches to uh, to the community. And I've not done that for years since we did things with Bramon, and uh, I absolutely love it. I've had some brilliant nights, some horrible hangovers, <laughs> some of the most humbling experiences in my life in a good way. Just how yeah. you see guys, girls uh, of all walks of life who have one mission, and that's just to to, to respect that uniform. And when they put a watch, no matter which brand on their wrist, it's part of that uniform. And so uh, I'd love to to think that we can, we can get a few Christopher Wards out there into the U S and, um, and our forces around the world. But yeah, that comes from Mike's way of working and talking. And he's a very respectful fellow that way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you won't have a problem because there's one thing that we love and it's a, uh, it's cool swag. Cause a lot of times you get issued stuff and it's just like, you know what I mean? It's in, it, you understand why the, the government has a budget. So sometimes you get issued stuff and you're like, okay, but every once in a while, like they're like, you know, and it's never happened to me, but I know guys that were issued like G-Shocks. Yeah. They were, and they're like, oh man, I got a free G-Shock. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's cool because you didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, they might be having to pay for the watch. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But they'll be buying something very bespoke to their squad. Yeah. yeah. Which is really. Yeah. Awful. And it's, and it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a memento from a period of time. And, you know, that's a thing a lot of us military people realize. There's a lot of hard times. We 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 do hard work. It's not easy. No. But it's the people. It's the moment you have with the people. And most of us, you know, I have people I've ran, I work with and I run into. We choose to remember those times. And to have something that encapsulates that literally in time yeah. is something I think will, will be a home run. One thing I think I've, I've taken massively from my time at Zodiac was, you know, the history and the heritage of the brand and what it meant through Vietnam and Korea and you know, what the Seawolf did. And even though Christopher Ward has a very short, small history, and you know, comparatively, what they've done in terms of you know, the last 20 years, especially the last five, you know, they're building their own legacy. But these yeah. modern day military partnership watches, God forbid, means they're going to be in combat zones, but they're going to be in, on risk of people who are ready for it. And that's that's quite that's quite exciting and humbling again, uh, but exciting in the way where they're, they're going to trust the brand uh, to, to choose that squadron on that watch. And it's great. I mean, you might know this is obviously myself, you know, just seeing it from afar, the Christopher Ward name on the dial yeah. has now changed into the reverse flag and, uh, yeah. and how they've applied everything. 
but even things like that they know how to you know, to apply the marketing side of it but you know to tell a story of their brand without being too obvious so they've got it they've got it going on they're, they're doing it right and you know, i'm very proud to be a part of it or <clears throat> just to see what it could be as well or what i could offer yeah it's um there's a huge following out there. I, I think, I think, um, joking around about the blogs earlier, the Christopher Ward forums, you know, I didn't, I've heard about them, but I did a little bit of homework for this episode to go check them out. It's a, it's a lively environment. You know, it's, there's it's discussion. Very unique. It's a very yeah. unique one. I'll tell you again, from my experience, excuse me, <clears throat> from my time with Bramon, they, they have a, a forum called altitude. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Run by some very good friends of mine, but they're very rare to find. So back in the day when you had Time Zone, TZ UK, Watch You See, when the forums were on, some people really just want to talk about the brand they love. And there was one yeah. gentleman, his name is Kip. Uh, I don't know if he's listening to this. I hope he is. But he started the Christopher Ward Forum. It was very oh, independent. Wow. And it ended up being something which is now in p- part of Christopher Ward's website because they kept the community together. What's incredibly unique is it Mike France, myself, anybody who works within the, the brand, we do not and are actively told, stay away. This is for us. But if you can send us press releases, show us the watches, you know, we can help celebrate it. What's beautiful about that is there is a genuine respect for each other, the community to the brand, without having to say if they don't like something or not or be uh, upset if something's not quite right. But they can celebrate differently. What I do love about Kip and this forum, though, is that they have um, a back catalogue they have his catalog every single watch over the last 20 oh, years. Oh, wow. And so you can see the care and attention from one person who's not getting paid for it, who is going to be, yeah, you think about Rolex back in the uh, early 1900s. If someone cataloging all those watches from today, what if in 100 years' time those cataloged watches mean something to the collectors of the future? And that's why that forum matters to me because I'm going to be learning a lot about the brand over the last 20 years, especially the last five, like I said, from that forum. Yeah. I'll also see the good and the bad of what they might have experienced in customer service or their feelings about shipping or what the color pantones that are coming out. But forums are really important, but to have their own and to be um, as respected by the yeah. people on there, I think it's a real telltale sign of the strength of the brand. Yeah. It's, that's a bold move. You know, maybe, maybe one they didn't really, you know, I mean, maybe they did consider it when they started the forum, but I mean, I'm not going to name any brands, but there's, there's like major brands that have like, you know, misalignment issues and stuff. Could you imagine a forum, <laughs> the, the vitriol in that forum? You know what I mean? Like, or, or oh, but maybe it would be helpful. Maybe they would, someone would actually read it and tell their boss, like, Hey boss, like we got a, we got a problem with bezel alignment, you know? Yeah. And they're like, stop I think, everything. You know? I think especially, I mean, I had meetings today. I told you before we pressed record, I had meetings today with, with Mike France and, you know, I saw a couple of things which I would suggest and, we went through line by line, point by point about what we could do differently. The telltale sign of a good person, a good brand is that they listen and they want yeah. to be better. And I've seen through social, uh, through some of the different ways that they, and there's a gentleman called Patrick who looks after their social media and uh, some of the reviewers and, and he's just on it. So if anything he sees, it goes to the right department and, and then it, it's jumped on. So I'm sure the forum has that as well. Yeah. You need clear lines of communication. Like, yeah, uh, communication one-on-one, like the, the more horizontal leaders you put in between a chain of command, the more problems you're going to have. Like you, yeah. you, you know, you need checks and balances, but you need to get the right information to the right people in the right time or else you're going to have huge problems. Yeah. And I think that speaks to business as well as, you know, any other function. 
you might be probably a little bit more um, aware of that than what I would do in watch world compared to your military world. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and listen, and you can have like, in it would be, it would be great if we didn't have that problem too, but we have the problem just like anybody else does, you know, but yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, so Mike, you know, Christopher Ward, like what's, what's something, I know you can't give away anything and we're not going to give away any Easter eggs or oh, and stuff, but like, um, What's something that someone would be surprised, like a watch enthusiast that's watching this, you know, general watch enthusiast, doesn't have to be military, but someone would be surprised to know about Christopher Ward that you think that you've learned that you feel isn't widely known that would be surprising or maybe educational about the brand? Well, I can't give away numbers. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the kind of thing. But if I could say what I know, you would be surprised how small and nimble the collection is in terms of how it works, but also how the breadth uh, within the, the within the company, from the Swiss manufacturers, the designers, uh, the movement um, supply chain, and then also the people who are building their own movements. But what Mike France does, I mean, it might not be surprising to keep all of them energized, uh, enthused, and looking forward. is It's very hard to, to quantify after, especially after just the first week of uh, seeing behind the curtain. But to see the genuine uh, way that they want the community to buy to for a lesser price yeah. for a better watch by what I said at the beginning, by paying in the duties and sending around the world for free, that is not in any type of marketing. Uh, their 60 month uh, guarantee on the movement, that is not to make you feel like you're being pulled in like a lot of the brands might do. And I say that with respect, I mean, yeah. it's not just a piece of paper. They want you to feel secure and trust that watch. It's all encompassing. I think most of the watch community would see those bits, but I don't think they see the entirety of what I might have seen this week about how genuine it is and what they want to do. When when Mike says that the, the price of the watch is determined by the power of three, as in like how much the watch costs to build, increasing that by three, three times instead of marking it up 10, 20 times, depending on what brand you might have, and giving the consumer a fantastic watch at a fraction of the price compared to what it should be probably worth in today's money. But by, and I, I say this because I love the retail side of it. They're not cutting that out in a way of disrespecting it. They yeah. want it to be different. They want, you know, we've all gone through COVID. We all bought every single piece of our world through Amazon uh, and eBay. Um, but they can, they can yeah. do it with watches. But if they can do it through good communication, great service, proper guarantee and warranty, taking away the worry of shipping uh, or the duties or the taxes that you might have. All of those things are a tough thing to swallow in the, in the watch industry, especially customer service. I think they've got something really uh, on the, on the nose right now. And that is something that I think we'll have to get through. Most of our community will know most of it, but to tie it together, that it's a genuine package. That's going to be quite cool to see how people react to that. Yeah. And, and you know, you said something about, you know, can't discuss the amount of units pushed, but you know, I, I noticed when I looked at the Christopher Ward website, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay. They have a good selection, but they don't have, it, it didn't seem unyieldy, right. Unwieldy. Yeah. Like it was too big to handle. And I have a buddy of mine who, you know, he retired from the Navy, but he went to culinary school before he retired and became a chef. Right. Yeah. He, he realized he didn't like doing that. So now he's just the greatest home chef of all time. <laughs> um, he, he like makes pasta for his family. Anyways, he said something when he came back from culinary school one day, he's like, Hey man, the best restaurants have small menus. Yeah, he goes, the very say, best ones have small to medium sized menus. And he goes, because they make good things, they make them very, very well. 
and they're, you know, they replicate them and then occasionally they'll have specials, which is where they stretch their legs, right. Yeah. And show their chops. He goes, but there's a reason why people come back to that restaurant over and over and over again. I really, they know they're getting the quality. I really enjoy going to TGI Fridays with my, with my <laughs> wife and kids, but I cannot for the, or cheesecake factory, but I cannot decide what's going to, I'm going to eat in that. The menu yeah. too, I agree. Yeah. And all the drinks are neon colored, which is. <laughs> they're not for you, are they? Yeah. Do you know what? I have thought of one thing that I would love your good people to oh, yeah. Um And this is something quite recent that I found out. Two, an average of 2%, and if not more, of every Christopher Watch sale goes to charity. Oh, wow. Uh, and that is something which is going to come out more and more this year. Um, right now, I've just found out that they work really, really closely with uh, the Blue Marine Foundation. Uh, and that's all about ocean preservation and conservation. But they can work with people such as the Dave Shepherd Wildlife Foundation. And if you are close to the brand, you would know about the Tide Ocean Material, where mm. they make certain uh, watch straps out of um, uh, grow, um, put together plastic waste from the yep. bought from the ocean. But two percent of every sale—that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars each year—that goes to a good, uh, good cause and a good charity. But um, considering you know. We know that charity and, and, and it, it it makes it means so much, but they don't even talk about it just yet. Uh, so that's a that's a lovely thing to finish on on my side. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was that was me really finding out all that they did today uh, and what it's going to be meaning for the brand in the future. But yeah, that was quite special to hear. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and you, I'm gonna check it out and then I'll cover it some more because I'm all about brands doing stuff for charities. And you'd be surprised, like you say, like sometimes they just don't they they don't you have to go to the website and like dig to like the fortieth tab and then you're like oh one of the things they do some cool stuff it's in the our purpose part of the christopher ward website and you'd read all about it yeah you might also read on there that they are um the official timing partner of everton um which is a premier league football club uh, you might see over my shoulder i'm a massive aston villa fan so when they asked me to join you know that was into consideration mm. but if you were gonna you know, football soccer in, in england is very yes. um, it's territorial. It's you know, yes. tribal. You know, you, your yes. team, your colours mean so much. Yes. I think quite similar to what you might find with college here. Your colours mean so much, but it's not yeah. as uh, aggressive or as um, as strong as it is in in the UK or around the world with soccer. Yeah. Um, but Everton, like Villa, I think I'd put people like Newcastle and Tottenham. There are these old clubs that are still up and around the top parts yeah. of the league, who have been around for 140, 150 years. Yeah who are part of communities and Mike France is a, is a, is an Evertonian. He's a, he's a massive fan of the company or the club, but they're also doing things right. There's, there's certain charities that Everton work with that are close to his heart. There are certain uh, people in his, in his family that, you know, love watches and football. And so why not? But what Everton mean to football as a whole is something really special, just like my love of Aston Villa. So yeah. I'm excited and a little nervous to get close to another club, but yeah. I will not be wearing that blue and i've told mike that as well it's yeah. always going to be claro and blue <laughs> so, so in my in my close to 15 years of being able to actually really follow english football right right um i would say in defense of christopher ward that we're all little toffees at heart like they're yeah we're all little toffee at heart you I know what i mean tough when you've, you're in a city that you've got just across one patch of grass yeah. like liverpool yeah. uh, which is about the yankees or the red sox from years by yeah. yeah they they they're overshadowing in some way so when they talk about it that you know Everton are the people's club. That's the name they've, yeah. they've got for themselves. I think there's a lot to be said about it. And that's said it through a very genuine, begrudging <laughs> smile as an Aston Villa fan. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, Hey, you know, we're not, we're, 
we're not a soccer podcast, but you know, it's good stuff to talk about. If anybody wants to talk about football with me, I'm yeah. more than happy to. You know that. We should just start a podcast and it'd be like the dumb American and the educated Englishman talk soccer. And then, I uh, your, your son, I see. <laughs> so I don't know how much you put out there, but your son's one heck of a football player. So, yeah. You know, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. He, he works hard. Um, well, Mike, I wanted to say thanks. You know, thanks again for, for coming on. And, uh, I always say, um, the, the biggest, the, the biggest gift in this industry or whatever you want to call it, right, is uh, access. And I always appreciate when people provide access because it's, it's, you know, you hear it firsthand and you hear it from the horse's mouth, uh, which is a horrible saying, but you know, uh, I just want to say thanks for everything. And um, do you have any parting shots for the audience? I'm uh, I'm going to England in about two weeks. So the start of February <clears throat> and then I'll go to Switzerland and uh, I'd love to come back on and I'd love to meet you all because I'm going to learn everything I can about this brand and if you are on my social media and if you see where I'm going to be, be it a wind-up or a, a watch get-together with a certain clubs around the country, please come and see me. I'll buy you a drink. Let's talk watches and football. Uh, but by the end of uh, February, I'll be up to speed on everything Christopher Ward. And I'd love to chat to you and tell you my true feelings after I know more about it. But thank you for letting me five days in tell you my first feelings about the brand. And why oh, I appreciate it, Mike. And, I, you know, open invitation, you know, Don't whenever you want to come back. And I'm sure everybody would love to hear you. But thanks well, for coming on. Year. Happy New happy Year, New year brother. I appreciate it. And thanks for everyone for tuning in. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. And remember, at watchrolling.com, you make the watch. The watch doesn't make you. Thank you.